just doing this now. Uh, well, hello, 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 London town and beyond, but not Portugal because that's been put on the red list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rob's, producer Rob's, how are we doing, babes? Hello, hello. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello. Oh my gosh, what, what, what a week. Trash. Let me start again. Hello, hello. How are you? Do you know what? I'm all right. I'm a bit up. I'm like the typical like British mm-hmm. British boy that's just like too hot and complains about it but when it's really cold and I'm like oh it's too cold <laughs> <laughs> the sun's gone and you're like oh, I want it back yeah exactly but also like the tubes when you're not working and you're like Spain or whatever it's fine because you're like oh it's lovely you can soak it all up like have a drink margarita blah 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 but when you're in London and you're working you have to get on the tube the Jubilee line is horrendous isn't that the one that's the, literally the only one that's got air conditioning Maybe <laughs> the only upswing to Jubilees is that you can get signal on your phone. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true. Right. We're we're back in a like we're back in an interesting week, aren't we? A really interesting week. What's happened this week? Rob's dyed his hair again. Yeah. <laughs> it's been like that for more than a week. Huh? Yeah, I've seen you for more than a week. <laughs> um, we are. We are. Well, yeah. I mean, this is the never-ending story, isn't it? We are back in. Well, we have. We thought there'd be going full steam ahead to reopening the clubs fully and being fully freedom released, but we uh, Boris has not. We mm. I've just extended it by another <laughs> four weeks. We have. We personally. Yeah. It's so funny. Like we literally started this at the beginning, being like. We can't wait to get back into the club. And, and we still haven't got back into the club. A year and a half later, we're still not back in the club. <laughs> and we thought it was going to happen. We started Series 2, like, yeah, the Series 2 will be back in the club. And, you know, depending on how much we do over the next few weeks, we might actually finish Series we'll 2. Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably still be here next year. Being like, ah. We're so close. You know what my nan would say? My nan was still about what? bollocks. Bollocks, it's all bollocks. That was my nan's Not favorite another word. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, on with the show. Yeah. We today are just like just a babe. Yeah, yeah, just a babe. But to give it a little bit more context, than just a babe. Um, he has been uh, a general manager of multiple venues, um, not just in London, but like in Oxford and like just Reading and like other places up in the UK as well, which is obviously just great for them. Um, <laughs> um, and currently is um, is the owner of the Arch Bar, the massive, massive new gay venue that is really hard to get a table in. Yeah, we, we tr- listeners, we've been trying for weeks. Yeah. And he's like, why don't you just message me? I'm like, I don't think about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could just use my contacts, flex those muscles, you know? But yeah, it'd be great to have a chat to him about like opening a bar during a pandemic and all that what the fuck? craziness. But, um, so, uh, I mean, should we get on with the show? Let's get the Yeah! Uh, and Mr. Nico. Hello. Hello. Hi there. How are we? Hi, babes. Hi. Um, so I feel like we should just roll in, like roll with the punches. Absolutely. With like the very first uh, important question. Yeah. Are you right, babes? I'm bloody fantastic, babes. Are you? <laughs> bloody awesome. I mean, it's just started raining outside, which is a bit of a damper, but I am amazing. We've I feel just like... had Go on. a heat wave. Yeah, we have had a heat wave, haven't we? been in Brighton. Babe, you've got a lovely glowing tan. You. Honestly, you look so healthy, happy. I am. I am busy, but happy. Busy, but happy. The uh, sun has made your hair go blonde on top, funny enough. <laughs> that was bleach. Oh, yeah, that's sure. bleach. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, the Brighton sun was really strong. <laughs> I feel like it's been that long since we've actually asked someone the question. I was about to be like, how are you? <laughs> yeah. How are you What's doing? What's our show called again? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. It, it's been so long. We took a little break. Yeah. We do that sometimes. We just like, we, it, 
Yeah, we just took a couple of weeks off. But it's you can't. Long. You no. can't. You ain't been taking any breaks recently. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. We're back at it, but it's nice to be back at it, isn't it? So, it being back at it, what have we been back at in doing what? Uh, uh, opening a bar. Ah! What the fuck were you thinking about <laughs> opening a bar in the middle of a global <laughs> pandemic? Um, I, the amount of people that have called us crazy yeah. is a lot of people. I thought people. you'd full on lost it. I, well, I, I was I, concerned for I, a hot minute. I often do lose it before something genius <laughs> happens. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh my God, it's so true, right? right? Mad so people, true. mad people. Oh um, it, I mean, it was completely mad, but it's. I think the pandemic gave us a, a, actually a bigger reason to do it because we've lost so many yeah. venues, in, uh, especially the gay scene. And so we almost lost... Uh, the energy for it in the last few years and they became just expected places to go and became a little bit more monotonous and the pandemic forced even more to close so we were like well we've kind of got an opportunity here to maybe recreate it almost rise of you know like a phoenix in terms of we know we may be shut down any time because of these guidelines but if we actually manage to do this and get through it will give a bit of energy back to the scene being like no we have a gay scene and and and, you know, gay people, uh, they deserve it. The community wants it, it and yeah. needs it. Yeah. And also great about your place, The Arch, is that, like, not being funny, you serve food. Like, it's yeah. really hard to find a gay place that serves food. <laughs> Absolutely no one wants to yeah, eat yeah. food. I no, we just want Jaeger bombs and yeah. Prosecco. <laughs> we do that too, which is amazing. <laughs> oh, I love that plug. Yeah. We also sell food. Andrick. Sunday roast. <laughs> yeah. Food is oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah. Brunch on the weekends, Sunday roast on right. Sundays. And it's it just it's worked. Like we want we said we wanted it almost to be like old school balance. Remember the glamour mm. of it? Oh my god, yeah. Or low profile with the vibe of the yes. social esque. And loads of people have said that that's how it feels, which is yeah. like oh, I'm every day I'm like, thank you. One Thank of my faves. Do you know what? I've got a story about that. Very quickly. Sorry, Rox. Um, so I was in the middle of low profile. I'm lovely time. I was on someone's shoulders, just like, whoa, uh. living my best life. And then someone turned around and tapped on me on the shoulder, a complete stranger, and was like, excuse me. I was like, yeah. And I was like, Whitney Houston just died. <gasps> oh, no. Oh. That was the exact moment. I remember the dance floor just like caved in on me. Oh, like, no. um a, a certain hole type of hole and um, <laughs> it, um a Whitney hole a Whitney hole <laughs> oh Whitney oh Whitney oh. and uh yeah that's my very quick story about low profile, low profile. which has got nothing to do with <laughs> Arch or what we're doing right now anyway so back to Arch so tell us what is the what was the vision uh behind the Arch obviously it's in an Arch so yes. it kind of makes sense mm-hmm. but how did it come about like what is it about I mean I have spill the tea honey I had spill the tea I was well, I have to give it a huge shout out to my business partners, Mark and Nigel. <laughs> they um, <laughs> they own uh, Fetch, which is actually a gay store next uh, to Arch. Yeah, yes. it's got all this puppy mask in the window, that fetish gear. Yeah, I feel yeah. really intimidated when I walk past it. I'm like, oh my God, so sexy. You can have your burgers and your poppers at the same time <laughs> now. Um, do you actually sell them together? Is it like a buy one, get well, one, no, three we do, situation? We do vouchers in each of them. Oh, stop it, yeah, you don't. Yeah. Hey, here's a Lycra voucher. After oh, you get Prosecco. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally how it is. And they, yeah, they came, well, we, we opened our uh, fetch together a few years ago. I then went back to Soho because uh, sort of they're retail based. I'm very hospitality background. Mm. Um, and then Arch as a venue came available. Um, it was previously previously Chicago Rib Shack, and it shut down for quite a while. Oh, actually, I've been um, there before. It's a bit nasty, rough. Nasty, yeah. nasty, um, nasty. Basic. And that came up, and we were in the middle of the pandemic. And they said, "Well, Nico, do you want to do this together?" And we were like, "Well." Let's do it because the, we opened Fetch with this huge um, sort of service uh, orientated 
sort of mission mm-hmm. and it's really worked in our favor fetch has done really well and the boys have done really well with it and we kind of wanted to carry that across to arch and even though the branding's very different it's sort of the ethos for the gay scene is there yeah well that was one of the things i wanted to ask you because it's really interesting to hear that story because i've always wondered that little area now yes. has kind of become like a mini gay hub Completely. and that's just so nice to see there's like yeah multiple gay places around uh, there and it feels you just love a centralized location to get scam on hot boys rob now your game. Gays love efficiency. Yeah. What can we yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got everything on that street now, you mm. know. And and then you've got obviously the brewers down the road that yeah. opens a bit later than us. So we've got a little gay strip. Whereas previously it was it, Clapham was losing that. Mm. And and yeah. we know there's a huge pop, gay population in Clapham, Oval, Stockwell. And now that they have their own little hub. And like I said, you know, it's wonderful to see these gay guys like on a Saturday night having their burgers, having their margaritas, and then being like, let's go next door and, and get some poppers. Get some poppers. Yeah. And, and it's open. Honey, do you need lube? Yeah. And it's <laughs> opened it up a little bit yeah. because we wanted, you know, a lot of people say fetch is a sex shop, which a part of it is. Yeah. And But in Soho, it was very, those shops were very sort of, uh, seemed a bit darker and you don't want to be seen going in. Whereas we've kind of changed that and yeah. we've got rid of the stigma of it, which is wonderful. Sex positivity, yeah. like sex education, like all of the programs and movements around like making sex just oh my god and cock destroyers we had Tyrese I on the love, show oh really we love Tyrese love they love just the best yeah um, but yeah sex positivity is great and that's a, a fantastic piece of work there to like diminish that shame that you yeah. feel going in to get like I don't know a jock shop and exactly. the poppers in your room or whatever we all do it <laughs> exactly. we all have yeah, sex yeah, like it. go in there get a stamp get a coupon yeah. just not after the burger <laughs> yeah you probably go uh, to the st- yeah you kind of need to the other way around yeah. but um yeah. what what has it been like for you um I guess the reaction has been incredible and I've tried to book so many Oh yeah, times. she's livid. She texts me all the time, livid. I, I, live not... in, I live in literally Kennington. <laughs> really? Where did I'm you like... go then? Ah! Ah! <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, you might just go down to Arch. She's like, you can book for four weeks time. <laughs> and I'm you can like, book oh, for next spring. I literally, I'm so sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, it means you're doing well. It's a, yeah, it's a good, like, honestly, we opened in December for two weeks before we obviously went into lockdown. Those two mm. weeks were crazy, but we never... And, and any new venue will always have that, but we never dreamed of it kind of being as consistent as it is. And it, yeah. it feels like a gift because we honestly put our hearts and souls into the venue. We continue to do it. And yeah, we, we're fully booked for the rest of the month, for the rest of June. Yeah. And, you know, we do all these movie nights, acoustic nights, roasts and everything. And people are just reacting really well. And it, I, I honestly, it's, I feel like it's a gift to us that um, we've been able to give this venue to the scene and they're yeah. reacting really well. I love that. Oh, I'm day. just like, oh God, here I go. It's so mushy and energy and uh. bloody love it. <laughs> Do you know what I love about it is that, and coming a few times now um, and seeing like it just feeling it's the energy of the place mm. it feels like a, a type of bar and we had this chat earlier yeah. that you would get in america yes. in new york right yes. or chicago it felt like a it feels like um yeah an american like immersive bar that's not just about the drinks on, on a friday the hot boys that's it's it. an everyday kind of thing yeah and we we the label of it the caption of the venue is uh, london's uh, gay social hybrid venue, which Ooh. we wanted any time of day that Sounds you like can go, right? <laughs> any time of day, and you can enjoy the venue and your social life and everything, um, regardless of what you want to do, whether it's drinking, eating, um, or partying, or listening to DJs, or listening to acoustic mm. music, and just bringing that sort of social environment back that I think we in the gay scene lost in the last few years. It became a little bit sort of after hours driven. Mm-hmm. It became mm-hmm. less about actually interacting with each other. Dark, very dark. dark very, we say? very Dark. Which um, has its place, but completely. it's not what you want to do all the time. No. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the things that I really love to see, actually, um, 
is your partnership with The Weekending. Yes. Because I think that's really all cool. Because they also... You are obsessed with The Weekend, aren't I'm you, Mr. Obsessed. I mean, isn't I'm everyone? Uh, there's a, actually, uh, uh, well, actually, I can't... I can't yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say anything. Um, <clears> no, their, their mission is all about creating a social yeah <laughs> social environment <laughs> James chuckling away oh god it's um, on camera as well god ah! so cringe but um <laughs> i love the partnership because what is also nice to see is that like affiliation between i don't want to say gay institutions but let's say gay institutions yeah you know and that's just really nice to see yeah. that you're supporting each other there's a partnership there and also as a marketer it just makes me really happy because right. i'm just like no completely yeah. and we did like everyone kept saying well why the hell are you doing protein shakes in a bar and i'm like well exactly no bar's ever done it you know <laughs> I love and, that. and especially the the sort of the clapham scene you know we got a lot of fitness sort of focused people and it's just so they can after being at the gym they can walk past a bar a gay yeah. bar and get their bloody protein shake exactly babe I think you took all the boxes you've got poppers burgers <laughs> and protein shakes I mean you've got something everywhere if you're not really hungry or peckish the you can have your poppers exactly. and if you're trying to hold back on those cows <laughs> yeah. you can have a protein yeah. shake yeah. I think it's just genius yeah. and it's really worked <laughs> like the staff are actually surprised at like 9pm on a Saturday when we get orders for protein shakes yeah. so like Onigo you, you <laughs> did kind of do it for a reason that is brilliant listen we've got to talk about your you've had such a colorful journey um and i've been quite lucky to to know you mm. for what how many years babes six seven years i mean like pre pre beard james it's gotta be pre-ish oh, yeah, or, well, or very like light stubble yeah. yeah yeah anyway so i remember when i first met you and you was in q bar q club actually yeah and i just see you whizzing around you look so fabulous you were so dressed <laughs> and just like you were just so yourself you just was very expressionate straight away um so tell us about that where did it start for you and was there something before q bar and yeah so i grew up and uh, started working on the gay scene in oxford I on the Did you? yeah a week before my 18th I went to a club called Plush uh, Oxford's only gay venue basically <laughs> and mm. um I was my first night in a gay venue I was like, oh my god this is real there are gay people <laughs> I ended up dancing on the podium that night and the owner walked up to me and was like you're working here from next week so wow, I ended up good. leaving <laughs> I yeah. ended up leaving all my A-levels like crashing out of school leaving well, my family why don't family. we get that Rob we dance on to tables and podiums <laughs> unasked all the fucking time we asked to Literally. sit down <laughs> we asked to sit, sit down <laughs> nowadays <sir>. yeah <laughs> but then it went from I ended up sort of um, being the promoter of the place then managing uh, the Jolly Farmers which is a little gay pub in Oxford. Jolly Farmers? Jolly Farmers. Oh, I love like the that. oldest gay pub in the country. This and it's still great. running. Um, and I did that for about a year whilst doing my own little club nights in all these little cities like Reading, Cheltenham and everything. Yeah. Um, came to London for one night, uh, for a night out, went into Cuba and was like, oh my God, <laughs> those topless posters that those people are behind the bar. Is They're actually real. real. Yeah. They're not photoshopped. Back exactly. then they weren't, were they? Yeah, no, no. So I, I stalked down the owner on um, on Facebook and email. No shame. Um, Just no shame. Absolutely. Stalk. I was like, I need a job. Write a letter. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I came to London for an interview and that's it really. It started there, my London journey. I started as a flyer boy there. No, you didn't. Yeah. And then I became flyer boy supervisor, which I was like, yes, I yeah. made it. I made it <laughs> in London. Um, and actually, game there, you know, the Q game is such my complete foundations in London. It, it, it allowed me to be this person growing up, and I completely grew up on the scene yeah. um, while sort of, you know, trying to control, obviously, all of how difficult it, that can be being on it 24 mm, yeah. 7 but also trying to maintain a career as well it's which tough. is it completely but I've, I had wonderful people around me and and working for venues that you know they were doing it for a reason mm. have um, you ever worked for um Jeremy Joseph he has shall not be named oh 
Ooh, I love the pause, the drama. <laughs> let's like insert like a like a sound effect <laughs> there. Let's let's not skirt around the issue. He's problematic. Mm, yeah. I I haven't worked for him. I've mm. um, come into contact a lot. Yeah, but I haven't worked for him. Yeah, it's just when you said Flyboy, just reminds me of his. <laughs> well, I mean, Practices. another story. I was gonna be a flyer boy, um, and I'd like a yeah for five pound fifty an hour. Right. Um, and I thought it was a great idea, but then to be fair though, I was like sixteen and like going to his venues yes. like illegally. Do you so. remember when you always have to used to go run and find them in Soho, and then you'd be like try and get in before. 10, 10 or 11 yeah, and you'd yeah, be like yeah. running from Predrick somewhere like yeah, yeah, we need yeah. to get, <laughs> need to get a go go, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. leave your one pound gin <laughs> yeah. run <laughs> take it with you take yeah. it no uh, leave you ain't got time <laughs> oh my god oh, god it. roll it back I babe. know shit I know Wow. And it would have been cues down Charing Cross. Are you looking for Flyer Boys uh, yeah. um, Arch? Because me and producer Robs are, I mean, we're available, right? I'm not, but I think we can make it a thing. Uh, I, I think we I should mean, make it a thing. Yeah, let's like. I mean, shall we? <laughs> Maybe like I was on the weekend in boys. Like, you know what we want? We want to do um, <laughs> Chapham Common deliveries for like Saturday daytimes in the sun. Where yeah, we'll oh, that is down. a great idea. I think you two should come and do it. Oh my god, I'm there. <laughs> we'll just talk about you, right, babe? Yeah, I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think we'll come back though. Like, no, we'll send us out with delivery. Yeah, yeah. Then we'll actually get the delivery, and then we'll be pissed on the common. Yeah. <laughs> we'd be terrible. We'd be yeah, we'd be really uh, terrible. So you did Q and Q Club, and you did so. How many years did you do there? I was seven years at Q. No, uh, it wasn't yes, seven years. Seven years. Yeah, so I, um, I I obviously sort of went through the ranks and then became sort of promoter of the brand wow. um, and went sort of between the venues. And at that at kind of my before leaving, we, you know, every venue um, was sort of capacity every weekend. We had She Bar as well, the only sort of lesbian bar Oh my bar God, yeah, I remember She Bar. Um, so it was... It what was happens to all the lesbian bars of London? Well, they were... Uh, it's, it's a difficult one because... What's your take, babes? Step... Don't like to spend money. <laughs> oh, is that really observation? It's really, it's really difficult because oh. that you know, there's there's reasons why there are hmm. very little female spaces left. But um, obviously, Shebar is still there in Soho. But it's it's difficult because obviously, it's you need to make money to to yeah. run a business in Soho in London, and it's been very difficult for them to have these women's spaces because of yeah. loads of different issues, and finance is one of them. What was that lesbian bar that was just around the corner from Soho Square and candy. a pool table? Oh my god, I used to love going down candy to the candy was, bar, yeah, and like laying on top of the pool table and like having a little photo yeah, shoot yeah, moment yeah. Yeah. with all my, oh my favorite god, the lesbians. Pool table upstairs. Bloody yeah, brilliant, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, mm. such fun. Maybe that's part. Was that? I don't know because I haven't. I've been in London five years, so yeah. I think I probably missed out on a, f a few of these places. But was that not part of the problem that like you were in like a lesbian bar? Mm, I was putting money in the till. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and that's where it's right. It's the segregation mm -hmm. within the gay scene, right? It's, yeah. Um, and I know the girls find it really difficult to go to a lot of gay bars because of the issues we have between us. Yeah, actually. Um, yeah. And and then they want their own spaces, but then they don't actually turn out and fill it. I think the problem I think the problem that I've seen online a lot from a lot of queer women is that um I think in the gay scene queer gay men can be quite judgmental Completely. of female yes. people yeah. Yeah. the uh, worst you know, <laughs> however <laughs> you know, the shady bitches all women in spaces because there's an yeah. assumption that these that these women are you know straight and there's that stereotype of like straight uh, yes, bride yeah. you know bridal parties and all yes. that kind of stuff yeah. and it's like yeah. queer women exist yeah. like, you yeah. know yeah. just because the woman 
that woman could be queer and and, and actually we, it's a difficult subject because i i really really get wanting to protect spaces for parts of the community but at the same time you know we're meant to be an inclusive completely community. and it's a bit more difficult when generally it's sort of gay venues have been closing because it is in society becoming more accepted anyway mm. you know if if uh, he or she finds their partner and actually they want to go out with their straight friends he she to, or they he yeah. she or they he she there uh, to your local yates you know nowadays you can because there's a little bit less judgment so yeah. generally that's affected the scene as well so of course the smaller minority venues like mm. lesbian venues they've really suffered from that and also the apps yeah. And all of that, all the changes. You don't have to go to a bar anymore to find someone to spend the night you with. You just do two clicks. I know, exactly. Sometimes yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're suggestive enough, it could just be one. Send location. I think that's a really interesting conversation, actually. Especially for, I've been on the gay scene, queer scene, nightlife yeah. scene, like all the scene. Years. For like, for, for 265. <laughs> no, for like 10, God, 10 plus ocean. years. <laughs> yeah. I found my ocean. Um, yeah, for like, what, what, 13 years now, yeah. you know, I've yeah. been coming into London to go out and be all around those venues. And you're right, it really has, the landscape has massively changed. Yeah. Um, I think the, the future of bars, and I, I'd like to think and hope that we're going to go so much more fluid in terms yes. of nights we offer, that beyond just it being a queer, queer, yeah. female, queer male, yeah. but actually, you know, heterosexual, yeah. um, anything, I, whatever I you like are. Attitude free. Oh, mm. I quite free. like that. That's what I say my policy is. Mm. And I do hope as well that because of coming out of the pandemic, touch wood, um, people will want to be in bars again. Like, yeah. uh, you know, I can't wait to be able to get back into a club and yeah, be yeah, back yeah. into a bar freely. Yeah. yeah. So I'm hoping, you know, when talking about the roaring 20s, like all of this. That's what people are saying. Decade right? of it's debauchery that is yes. on the way. Like, bring, bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah. I can't wait to get back on the tables and start dancing <laughs> just like you started your career as Nico. <laughs> um, so Q-Bar led you nicely to... Uh, I mean... <laughs> Something, just this little bar called Circa or whatever. Uh, I, love <laughs> I love it. So, uh, and Circa the club. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd always been a fan of Circa. Um, I loved its edge, you know, mm. how cool it was. And it was, you know, not long ago that it was the new baby on the block. And then she opens a big club down the road. Mm. Um, mm. And what I, you know, I at the end of Coup, sort of, Coup was a chain of great uh, bars, but I never operationally done a club before which yeah. is kind of what I was like let me let me try and do this let me yeah. and and we turned it out you know god like and we yeah massively massively and it's, it's such a gorgeous space on on embankment and we threw everything at it, right? We yeah. uh, we did it together. Everything uh, plus 15 yoga bombs yeah, every single yeah, exactly. Saturday yeah. for like... That helped us through it. I remember, what, was it you? I think you came to me with the idea about the Saturday night and it was after a certain other night that was there because that really took off. It never really no. worked. No. Um, and then uh, the idea came up with it and it's yeah. like bringing back those classics of, you know, the vocal house, yes. uplifting feel good. Yeah. But at some point we could take a, like a naughty little turn and be a little bit dirty. Be but a little but, darker, but yeah. we'll always return, you yeah. know, and have yeah. that feel-good factor about yeah. it. And I remember like the first week that we, it was powerhouse, powerhouse, <laughs> powerhouse. We love it. Like yeah, just power-driven house stuff. Literally. And uh, the first week, it was like it wasn't dire, but it was yeah. like was yeah. it great, babe? Was no, no. Was it great? No. Um, <laughs> no, and we were no. just standing around like, whoa, okay, great. This well, is this is brilliant. We threw everything at it. Yeah. Okay. And then like within weeks, yeah. it had become. A beast. A sellout. A beast. Like queues around the corner. Yeah. And we'd go outside and be like, what? 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 What's going on? So just fill in mm. the gaps, listeners. Yeah. I used to DJ at Power. Well, yeah. Powerhouses are our baby. Yeah. Is it going to come back? 
It's more of a question I, oh, to you, James. Uh, yeah, I don't. Or is it? Oh, well, oh gosh, what, what conversations know. have happened here? Wow. <laughs> okay, great. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> when is this going to go out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just get my facts out. Uh, so, yeah, I think it is going to come back. Yeah. It is going to come back. Yeah. And, you know, will I be back playing every weekend? No, I won't be. Um, there's something to move forward, you yeah, know. Yeah, and absolutely. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> You'll be pleased to know I won't be back every week. Uh, also, mainly just because my liver. Like, yeah, I just can't. Like, I would. There would never not be a Jaeger bomb no, sitting I on know. the side, and I loved it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong; it yeah. served a purpose in my life. But the pandemic has taught us so many things, Completely. so many challenges, so many losses, but a lot of successes as well. Yeah. And that I, it just makes you think about what you're doing and where you're going and your yeah. whys. Yeah. And um, I love Powerhouse. I always. Will. I loved it. It's our little baby. Yeah. And it, it, it helped put sort of a place that place on the circuit club on the map to be yeah. a real contender as a club which it is it is and, now you know yeah how do you feel about that because I, I was going to ask you a question like obviously elephant in the room around the same time that you guys opened uh well it probably wasn't actually i probably got my timelines all wrong here but um another Very big wrong. another big london club shut um and xxl yeah that one yeah um how do you feel about that because there aren't really a handful of clubs like lgbt yeah. clubs you have your yeah. nights but they're at clubs that are just venues yeah. right they're not they're not every day yeah. day in day out or as much as you would be open uh an lgbt club so like what what's your view on that in terms of the amount of lgbt spaces and clubs that we have in london it's, it's difficult isn't it because i think you know why have a lot gone because people haven't turned out and given them custom you know and why more... do you think they haven't turned out apps apps maybe they got Sexual stuck culture. in stuck in their ways <laughs> i got stuck at home so that's <laughs> I was like, maybe they got stuck on the bus i wonder where you were gonna go with that line and i'm like stuck. <laughs> couldn't find it on the tube <laughs> yeah. i got lost and stuck on the bus and i gave up so i turned back <laughs> No, it, yeah, it, we constantly need, it's any product, any industry, you constantly need to change and revolutionise. And I think as, as a gay culture or as gay, the gay hospitality industry, it's been very easy for them to get stuck because just the assumption of we will always have customers because there's always gay people that need bars. And actually we've advanced in society where we don't anymore. We expect the best. We expect, you know, the best for our, our buck. Um, and that's how it mm. should be and keep each yeah. other on our toes. And there are there are great gay establishments that have been here for decades that maybe need to think about that and think about changing their product because every other industry does. So why don't we? Yeah. And I think the, the other part of that, right, is planning culture in London as well. Like XXL was taken away because of, you know, I've just went past it the other day, actually. And like those but gentr gone. gentrification have gone up so yes. quick. Yeah. And, uh, insane, isn't it? Yeah, that's just crazy. Gone, like, Gone. Uh, like the no flats. Bears there. The flats look. Yeah, the flats look <laughs> I mean, maybe the bears will buy the flats. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, oh it'd my be god. like, oh my god, it'd be like XXL hotel. Yeah, one big You just go oh from one god. room to another. It's like the Axel Hotel in Barcelona. Yeah, you've been oh, there. Filth. Oh yeah. my god, love it. <laughs> Dark room. I had sex on the roof there. Uh, in the near the pool. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Not when everyone was there. Obviously, it was at night time when it was like closed and stuff. Love that for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is took a really cool turn. Anyway, back to you, Nico. Um, so, uh, look, we got to talk about uh, the very obvious thing that is the never-ending story of Miss Rona. Yes. How has it been? So, you, you got, you're bold, baby. For, firstly, <laughs> and I said it to you honestly. You really are, and we got to take a moment to celebrate that because it takes a lot of courage uh, and consistency and commitment to really push room and, you know, commit to opening yeah. a bar. So firstly, congratulations and well Thank done. Thank you. 
Amazing. Secondly, is let's talk about yeah, clap, clap, clap. Oh, I'm so happy, but you still are not getting a book in, baby, until next spring. Um, what's been some of the challenges that you've faced owning a bar um, in the queer, on the queer scene in yeah. the I, pandemic? I mean, the biggest one would be that you know when we we open, like I said, we opened two weeks in December. We then obviously shut down for five months. We knew we were opening in a pandemic, so we knew it that may happen, but not for five months. And because yeah. we were a new business, our mm. 30 employees, none of them got furlough. We didn't get oh, any wow. help, Ooh. any grants. You know, ah. we, we took people out of their previous furlough or their previous jobs or oh, redundancies to employ them. So the most difficult thing was that, and, you know, Shit, and, and, and that's tough. It, it was tough and it was it was really hard for us to be like, well, we promised you a great time and a great venue to work for. But sorry, we we got nothing to help. I with. didn't even realize that was a thing. So what, what were the rules around you, that if you, you're a new business? If you weren't employed before October 31st on a payroll, then you won't be you, you can't get furloughed from that company. We our, our company was set up in November, you know, so we got we got nothing from the government. Um. And that, uh, to be honest, there were times where, during this lockdown where we we didn't think we would come back, you know, and that was the truth of, uh, behind it. Like we we knew we were successful in December and people would turn it out, but we couldn't really make ends meet. You know, we were a brand new business. We yeah. put everything we had into opening. So the five months was very difficult. Um, wow. But it's 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 turned around. We managed to make it work. We managed. Half of our team came back. Half of them went to Europe because of Brexit. <laughs> yeah. You know, so oh. half half of them came back, which is a huge testament to their own sort of um, loyalty to the brand and mm. their own um, enthusiasm to it. But I'm just thankful now because we w- didn't feel as we do now five months ago. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it was incredibly difficult. That's such a bad. That's such an awful message. That you know, new businesses. Completely. It's effectively yes. Fuck you. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. About a new to business say. cannot survive. And they were encouraging businesses to open and, and to put people in employment and everything. And whereas it wasn't the case, you know, and they refused to change the law or help smaller businesses. Do you know if that, I mean, uh, I'd love to know this, but do you know if that was specifically hospitality or was that across the Just board? Just across, the, it was the whole right. furlough scheme across the board. Because yeah. I think generally like the government's response to hospitality the arts yeah there's been yeah. nightclubs yeah like disgusting yeah. it's just, just to the side completely. literally don't care and it's kind of like well good luck yeah and yeah. that's figure why it out yeah hope you'll be out. back yeah it's had a huge hit on hospitality huge and i think a lot of a lot of the scene in regardless of gay will will change massively because of it mm. and you know has that given us a position a more of a positive position absolutely yeah. we'll be allowed to say not you know we've seemed to come out of it you know, punching and and working, but it it was difficult to get here. Yeah. Very difficult. I'm I'm in shock. I'm mm. literally very very little very little. Wow, English. <laughs> very <laughs> there's very few moments on this podcast that I am <laughs> silent. <laughs> like Rob has to do a shitload of editing <laughs> so much. He tells everybody he enjoys telling them. Um, but I'm actually really shocked mm. about that, and I'm really sorry that you experienced that, and so did your employees, because that yeah. is. You hear about or you read about it, but then when you actually get told a specific example yeah. that you're a part of, you know, Rob's loves, I mean, Rob loves Clapham. He loves playing <laughs> circles, like he loves being around the boys, but you know, <laughs> and I'm in, in music and stuff. But yeah. when you when you hear a specific example that you can yeah. relate to or understand, yeah. it's tough. Like, yeah. fucking it hell. It was, but you know. Uh, Who do we speak to about this? Boris, <laughs> Pity Patel, <laughs> like, which one of them? <laughs> Fuckers. But, we, but you know what? It's, it's something we never publicized either you know there's a lot no, of other owners a lot of other owners that are very negative or always online and on social who are we talking about mm, oh. ah! 
happening. I thought you was going to come out and cut the names then. Oh, I'm not going to say names. Let's just like let's just poke him a little bit. Would there be like a Real Housewives of like gay Clapham? Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. There needs to be Real Housewives for Clapham, but but for gays. Oh my god. Oh, there's definitely enough. I mean, it's probably too many, actually. Too Some many, would say too know. many. Here's a, here's a new content partnership. Like, yeah, let's, yeah. let's chat. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you know what? Speaking of content partnerships, one of the things that you said earlier that I <laughs> think link? is super important for what we need to do as a community yes. to go forward, and you've touched on it on seven points today already in this podcast, but it's community and working together, yes. collaborative working. Yeah. It is we had recognized the power of a partnership of working together from different perspectives, totally. right? In yeah. our time working in... Working a night, a night together, yeah. you know, but yeah. I like there, there isn't enough of it in the gay scene. No. People work very insular on no. their own. I'm very passionate about this. I'm pointing at the camera um, because <laughs> they are and they're very yeah. selfish about themselves. And it's like, just calm down. Yeah, Sit down, dear. Like, you can work as a team. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. I agree. You could, you'll probably get further. Hence why I have Rob. Well, I would not be organised without him. Completely. But a team, you know, when you have a team of people together that work for the same sort of goal, it's so you get so much more out of it and you, you're able to achieve a lot more. It's You're right. And particularly the gay scene in London, it's, you know, there's such a history of it that a lot of, a, a lot of the old establishments, uh, they've been around since the start of day, right? Since the 80s, <laughs> 90s. And it went... <laughs> When, when they, you know, when you had to knock on, yeah, when you had to knock on their doors to be allowed in and oh. stuff. So they did, yeah. they did create what gay London yeah. is, but they, they keep that within their ego and that pride instead of just letting go a little bit and being yeah. like, let's work together to keep advancing it, keep many, making it better. And mm. I think that's where we kind of sit a little bit and being like, well, we're we're a community venue for the community by the community. There's almost you know? a bit of resentment, I, I yeah. think, sometimes towards you know, younger parts of the totally. community. And it's yes. a difficult one because there is obviously, we owe a lot of our, we all, we owe our freedoms to like, you know, Massively. elders in the Massively. community. And yes. I love that part of the community yes. that you respect, you know, people come before you, but also respect has to be earned. Yep. Um, yep. And it doesn't come from being rude no, or no, no, being no. You know, angry mm, at how at the community is developing. Well, I think we have to hold space to like celebrate and to honour, you know, previous challenges and yeah. circumstances yeah. that, you know, the older generation have been through, but also then celebrate, celebrate. the nuances that exactly. this younger millennial powerhouse, <laughs> a yeah. moment of people that yeah. are bringing to the party. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, let's keep, and that's something I've really enjoyed about being in Clapham. Um, I said to you earlier, James, I went, we had a meeting with the local businesses last week and everyone's supporting us even you know the, the straight bars and the vodka revolution and everyone yeah. we're just like call us if oh, you have a problem vodka revs is still ah. there but call us if you've got a problem we, we, we've heard about arch we we hear the gay venue down there is doing really well and it was just well, they can see it because the gays are oh, everywhere oh, like, yeah. flooded upon the exactly, arch yeah and it was just, it was just really <laughs> encouraging um, you know, and the police, local police um, authorities, working with us as well to sort of make sure that gay people feel safe in Clapham. It's, it's, it's honestly, it's felt like a gift um, mm, after that. after kind of a decade of feeling like you're fighting for the scene, right? Yeah. It almost, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's nice. Inclusivity, um, acceptance, yeah. welcoming. Yeah, doesn't matter who you are. How cool you are! Yeah. What you're affiliated to, no. what you do, everyone no. should be welcome. Completely. Bottom line, yeah, that's and it. I don't that's think every it. place. No. They might say they are. No. But shade it, they're not. Agreed. You know, and I think Agreed. your attitude and who you speak to and who you socially yeah. repost and yeah. tag yeah. yourself with, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Calm yeah. down. Yeah. Calm down. I know. 
I know. Mm. That's how I feel about that. What do you think, Rob? <laughs> yeah, I think it's... A, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was going off my head on a bit of a tangent. Uh, well, please share what's in your head. <laughs> well, I, I, I think there's a part of it as well with the community. We've had some of these conversations on the podcast before about, um, I guess, the diversity in our community mm. and holding spaces for different parts of the community. And even within the gay community like i think a lot of the time when people talk about the gay community they 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 think about the white cis man yes yeah and i think it can be a bit it, i i can imagine and i've heard people say that sometimes it can feel like there aren't sometimes spaces for different parts of the gay community yeah mm. so i just wanted nico like do you think about that when it comes to like your place and inclusivity like how is it because i can't even imagine the first thing about being a bar or a club yeah, owner. yeah. how do you appeal to different audiences well, like it's it's a constant thing that we have to not we'll have to think about that we we want to establish in the dna and the core of what our values and ethos are right the, mm. and soho i learned this a lot in soho where you know, sort of the drag culture became a lot bigger in the last 10 years and every bar started doing drag shows and cabaret and everything. And that's a great way to celebrate. And then, of course, sort of um, queer people of color being more sort of uh, artists and being given a platform and everything. And when I went to, you're always pressured in Soho to make sure that you're reflecting that. But mm. when you go to Clapham, an area like Clapham, it was always on my mind because it's, it is a little bit different because you do almost... It's a white boy, Spiky Hell. It's, spiky Hell. <laughs> spiky Hair. Spiky <laughs> Hair. Wow, okay. You know how I feel about that. Spiky <laughs> Hair everywhere. That's it. So, you know, it was... It, I I didn't think it was so important that we that needed to be our image almost because I knew yeah. that that's not necessarily what the, the culture in Clapham is. Yeah. But wonderfully... Uh, it's kind of authentically happened with that. It's ended up being a great mix of of LGBTQ plus culture, yeah. um, and we've just we shot our Pride campaign last week that comes out tonight, um, and it's just you know we, we've uh, ref we've got everyone dressing as the all inclusive rainbow flag that um, has yeah. the brown, black, um, pink, white, and blue on it as well. And it's yeah, it's it's six months ago I was worried that we needed to be to Clapham, and actually it's become this lovely mix of queer yeah. celebration with it and oh, I, baby, I, I you bring clapham into the 21st right, century exactly. i fucking love it yeah 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 <laughs> subscribe into this literally yeah and it's yeah it's authentically happened which i think yeah. happens when you just kind of do you know you you care about the community yeah well, that's what we want to see in the community right we want to see we don't want to see division no we don't no, need to see no. any more division in exactly. our community no so that's great to see. in the bin in the bin you want to divide get in the bin trash get in trash. the bin trash the alliance <laughs> I wanted I wanted to um, ask you about music. So music's a really key part of this show, yes. and uh, we we introduced a feature way back when uh, lockdown listens. So we've got the playlist on Spotify, yeah. and we've had some bangers and also yeah. some really yeah choices. Yeah. Um, so like, what kind of music are you into? What have been a couple of tracks that have like got you through lockdown? And One, if you two, say three, Chromatica oh by Lady Gaga, I'm going to show you the door. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, Tyree's yeah. already gave us Alex. Oh my god, but take go on, go on, give go your on. reasons why. Tell us. Gaga Chromatica. I can oh. only ever say Gaga. Gaga. <laughs> oh, but this playlist is just going to be Chromatica, isn't is it? it? Oh, <laughs> Basically. Is everyone's Look, they okay. give the people what they want, all right? Yeah, they yeah. want Gaga. Yeah. All right, I which, which which track? 
Sign from above, Elton John. <gasps> no! Stunning. Oh my God, it. argue you this out. It. Let me watch. Why? I hate it. Why? It's trash. It's so... Oh, I think it's great. Also, I can't I can't with Elton. Like, you know, I recognise he's a legend, but everything I've heard him on recently sounds awful. That song with Rena that he... he um, featured on a song oh, with Rina Sawayama and he showed me Rina. He sounds awful. Oh, bless Sorry, it. I'm sorry to like. I think it's the first time dump it's on your choice. Sexy. Well, I mean, he was the next <laughs> guest on the show, so we're uh, fucked uh, now, aren't we? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> See you at Arch. <laughs> <laughs> Has he been? No. Oh. No, we haven't had too many celebs just yet. What about David Furnish? Has he been? No. Um, <laughs> I'll pop him a message. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I, oh, I think I've good. got his messenger here, yeah. so I'll pop yeah. him a little message. Yeah. <laughs> God. So what else? What else do you usually listen to? So you're a big Gaga fan. Oh, I'm very typical pop culture. Everything right. that's Miley's done very well, hasn't she? Oh my god, I love that. The, like, com- she's just constantly developing herself. Yeah, that, and that's it. Mm-hmm. She brought back this sort of nice rocky sound mm. whilst like being covered in Chanel and everything. So yeah. that's every gay man's dream. Mm. Yeah, um, <laughs> everything. Jewel's done very well. So all of yeah. that, you know, all of this music that's been coming out and getting us through it, being like, okay, yeah. the pop stars care about us. You right? know, the gay like, icons love us. Jewel's album came out, I think the second week of yeah. lockdown and she was yeah. like fuck it I'm just going to release it anyway like, yeah. no one's in the club dancing and, no, but, and she won anyway. everything didn't she um, yeah. everything what, what everything. would be a track what would be a track off Future Nostalgia then we'll add one of those to the playlist <gasps> is hold on is physical on that album yeah, yeah. Oh, it yeah. is and it's physical yeah it's physical. completely physical yeah okay. yeah. good choice I, that's my favourite one let's, let's talk about what's next so you've always <clears> been somebody that's surprised and I mean, it's great, babe. You like, like, like you just said with uh, Miley there. You know, constantly evolving and developing, and yeah. you're very much somebody that I've seen over the years do that, yeah. which is so bloody lovely to see. So, what's next for you, and what's next for the Arch? Well, I mean, this is—I can't say too much, but it's definitely the just the beginning of Arch as a brand. I mean, we are. Oh my god, you literally just stared us out there. I'm like, <laughs> hey, this one's serious. We are. Um, We've got a few ideas and a few things in development already, but we obviously, like everyone, has to wait and see what happens with the pandemic. Can we get like yeah. a "You're Right, Babes" HQ yeah. like, like exclusive? Mm. Ah. Oh, mm-hmm. I think like burlesque the movie. <gasps> you have me. I'm there. I'm, That's it. That's I'm all in. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> can, That's you, all I'm can you hire the, the actor who was opposite? Oh my God, he's so hot. Yes. Um, something, something. Oh. We just did Burlesque because our movie night on Monday and it went off. We it need to go insane. down and movie yeah. night. Yeah. Can, we, can you get us in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can, can we get the guests, please? I know people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, the, that's so exciting. Um, yeah, yeah, that and sounds amazing. Uh, yeah, we we are just we're waiting to see what happens with the pandemic. We we're looking at doing big versions of Arch as well as one-offs. That's no, that's not too much of a secret. Um, and I want to scare everyone. Um, shock. Yes, you got that shock tactic, babe. <laughs> but yeah, we, we uh, yes, Arch has done really well, and we, you know we're fully booked every night. Um, so we want to be able to do more for people and allow more yeah. people to experience it. Um, so we're definitely looking at so put in a couple more tables so we can get yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, sit, we'll, we'll sit over the road don't mind us just yeah. bring us some drinks like, yeah. what's your like best drink that you like you're just like this is the one this is like the arch drink that everyone just loves I mean like we sell like 400 porn stars a week so I think it has to be the porn star that's a lot of porn really? stars a lot of porn. we sell about a thousand cocktails a week I thought Do the games would be more yeah. about like the vodka soda lime skinny bitches no I mean no, all the protein shakes the, how many protein yeah, shakes do you sell actually about ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh great 
success. Out of the weekend, yeah. yeah. Out of the weekend. <laughs> no, because obviously it's more of a it is more of a restaurant culture. So yeah, and yeah, we're yeah. not too late night either. So it's yeah. less gin yeah. and tonic, vodka, coke, and more cocktails. Treat yourself. Cocktails, cocktails. Do you, do you want to hear another funny story? It's about Rob this well. So um, Rob messaged me and he was like, he's like, I've got an idea. And I was like, yeah. He was like, how about we get the weekend in on the show and the podcast? And I was like, <laughs> I mean, I love them. I love the boys. I think they're great. And obviously they're you gorgeous. Love one of them a lot. Uh, one of them. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Rob. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on that one. Um, and uh, one, yeah, got a special place for one of them. Um, and uh, he, and I was like, yeah, but the only thing is, Rob, is what's the relation to music? Where's the connection here? And he's like, well, you know, they're just, um, what did you say? <laughs> I don't know. What did I say? <laughs> they're just pretty boys that you like I the look of. not say they are pretty boys. Boys, you are so much more than pretty boys. Like You are very yeah. pretty, but um, you are so much more than pretty I mean, boys. I'm single. Is it when they work out? Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, there is it. There is it. There That's it. They're, they're, big on, they're big on TikTok now. Have they got TikTok? Oh. They're massive on TikTok. <laughs> Just missed my mic. Um, okay, great. Well, then we'll get them in. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I guess Probably that... Probably wrap that up. Yeah, yeah wrap that one up. Um, <laughs> Nico, it's been such a pleasure thank you it really has thank, thank you. you it's so nice to be here and so nice just to talk right? isn't it lovely this is what it's all about here. yeah you're right babes it's yeah. about giving people a voice and a platform yeah. um and um i love chatting anyway yeah so i think this I one's going to be really hard to edit you know we're on like 46 minutes and i'm like keep it all in don't edit yeah i don't think no. we need to uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Glabble.co.uk>. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me you don't need to edit this like, everything has been brilliant oh, actually there's a bit that we should probably edit out elton yeah, let's and, like, chat about that after <laughs> yeah okay cool thank uh, you nico well, thank you nico thank you boys thank Love you so much bye, bye.